apples. This is part two of the multiple part series stand out here on the Good Apple Podcast. So if you missed last week's episode, be sure to check the show notes below because I shared some biblical principles that will inspire you and encourage you to stand out for Christ unapologetically. So if you're interested to find out what the Lord says about how you should be standing out boldly for Christ, then you're definitely going to want to stay tuned apples welcome back to the weekly podcast the good apple with me your host sharonda simone the good apple is a place where christ followers at any stage of your walk can learn to apply powerful life transformative biblical truths to live in the world but not of the world according to john 15 we are a community of kingdom kids who live bright lives, seasoned and salty, with lots of godly flavor to enhance the world as directed in Matthew 5. We are the remnant of God's people, the good apples, who invite God into our everyday lives and live in success, health, wealth, prosperity, peace, and applied biblical knowledge as those spoken of in Isaiah 65. Apples, welcome or welcome back. Apples, welcome back. I'm so excited that you are joining me again today with the other good apples in our community for another weekly episode. So if you haven't already, make sure that you are following me on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast, okay? I definitely, definitely want to be aware of all of our community members and praise God our community is growing genuinely and strongly. So thank you so very much to each and every one of you who continue to come every week, week after week. You tune in, you comment on my post, you share the episodes, you guys. It means so much to me. It is encouraging to me and also too, it is encouraging to other good apples. Those who might not even know about the community, when they do, you know, find us on social media, or they listen to an episode, or they see something posted on Facebook or Instagram, and they see that there is a genuine community of God-loving, God-fearing people, it is encouraging. You know, for me, sometimes it can feel rather lonely because of the world we live in. Let me know if you feel the same way, especially in today's world. Sometimes it can feel so lonely outside of your circle of friends. You know, like, do other people think the way we think? Well, let me tell you, I know that I am personally encouraged anytime I come across a community of Christ followers, good apples who are living their lives, not perfectly, but according to the word of God, to the best of their ability. So for me, when I see a community of God-fearing people, it encourages me, it comforts me, it inspires and it motivates me. So if you are part of the Good Apple community and you haven't made yourself known, please do so. Not just for me, okay? Do it for your other Good Apples. Please reach out to me. Let me know. Comment, share, you know, interact on social media platforms. Continue the conversation. It really just helps to show the world that God's people are here. We are represented. We are not hidden. We are being salt. We are being light and we are here to stay. Not because of us, but because of the God we serve. So please, 
please, if you have not already, let me know that you are listening in. Even if you have already let me know, you know, please reach out to me because you guys already know that I love to chat. Now, every week, I do like to give a special shout out to a good Apple community member. And this week is no different. So while I'm thanking all of you collectively for tuning in, all of my new listeners, thank you so very much for tuning in. I'm also going to single out a good Apple community member every week. And this week, I want to say a special thank you to Rachel. She has been tuning in and she has actually told me that she has been binge listening to the episodes, which reminds me, if you haven't already checked out season one, you guys, there are 10 um, episodes loaded already for season one. So if you are not caught up, you have some episodes that you can binge listen. So Rachel, thank you so very much for reaching out to me for continuing the conversation in a genuine way. Really appreciate you. And Rachel is up there in New Jersey tuning in. So you guys look, when I tell you that the Good Apple community, you know, we are national at this point. And I do believe I have some listeners in Jamaica. Um, so if you are international, please let me know as well. Um, I can look on my analytics and I do see that we have some international listeners. So thank you so very much. Even though I might not know you personally or you haven't reached out to me, I know you're tuning in and I'm encouraged and I'm blessed at, by your being here. And I know that you're being blessed by the information not because of Sharonda, you guys, but because of the God that we are speaking of and the information that I'm sharing because it's biblical based. It's not about me, you guys. I say this pretty much every episode because I just want to drive home the point that when we come together here on the Good Apple Community podcast or any other platform, we are doing it with the understanding that this is God based. It is God ordained. It's not about us, but it's about the God we serve. So these next few episodes, including the previous, so last Sunday's episode, is actually a part of a multiple part series where I'm sharing some of the information that I shared at my women's event here at my local church. Um, and I've actually decided to share the entire um, event with you. Okay, so I'm just going to break it up into small segments and share it with you guys. You really seem to enjoy last week. And so I know that you're going to be blessed by this week's episode as well. Now, even though this is directed toward women, okay, because it was my church's, you know, women's event, it's still going to be applicable to you, whether you're male or female, because we are all God's children and we were all told to stand out for Christ. So again, even though you are not, you know, even though I know that my Good Apple community is not comprised of only women, I know that you're going to be blessed by this information. So before we jump into the meat of today's episode, I do want for us to take a moment to just pray and ask the Lord to bless our gathering here. So if you can go ahead and close your eyes, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for being so awesome, God. We thank you so much for sparing our lives for us to wake up and see another Sunday. God, I just ask right now that you just remove any 
any distractions, God. I know that every week I ask for this, Lord, but because I know that we live in a world full of distractions, internal and external, God, those distractions that are psychological, those are physical, God, I just know that Satan is trying to attack us and to pull us away from you. So right now, Lord, I ask that you help us to remove ourselves from any distractions. And we also, in the name of Jesus, come against every distraction of the enemy right now that might seek to distract our mind and pull our minds away from the information that you want to share with us. Father God, we just ask right now that every person who is supposed to hear this message will hear this message, God. I ask right now that you touch the hearts of the listeners, God, so much so that if you tell them a name, If you put a loved one on their heart, God, I ask right now that they would be moved to share the information. Lord, I am so confident in you and what you're doing, Lord. I know that you are going to move in a mighty way in this episode in particular, God. I know because you are God, not because of who we are, but because of who you are. And for that, Lord, I say thank you so very much. Lord, we just ask right now um, that you just continue to show up Lord, we invite you into these into these gatherings, into these episodes, God. And we ask that you just help us to continue to do that which you would want for us to do, God, to stand out for you boldly, God. Give us a spirit of boldness. Give us a spirit of comfort. Give us a spirit of tenacity through you, God, to do the work you have for us to do here on this earth. This we ask in the matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Now, this would be an example of something that's a little bit more awkward, right? So it's a little bit more awkward. Um, Maybe the time when I had to confront my friend of 20 plus years. 20 plus years. We've shared everything except for a toothbrush. I know this girl. We grew up together in the church. And I go onto Facebook and I see that she has wine card Wednesdays. She is now reading tarot cards and into witchcraft. And the Bible speaks against that, right? It's not us. It's not what we say. People sometimes say, don't tell, you know, well, is that what you think? No, it's what the Bible says. That was an awkward conversation. And that was a friendship that would probably never be revived. But you plant a seed, and the Bible says Holy Spirit does the rest. Standing out for Christ, living bold in and through Christ, it's not always a popularity thing. But at the end of the day, when we stand before God, what is he going to say to us? Good job, or I know you not. This is real. This is real life. So I pray for her, and I hope that the seed planted, someone else comes by, does another part, and Holy Spirit waters to fruition. All right, let's stand up now. We're getting a little bit more awkward, ladies. Okay, so we hummed in our head, and we kind of, come come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Unless there is a medical reason why you can't, which I'll lay hands on you. We can get that taken care of. All right? Now, think of that same song. Now I want for you to sing it and dance. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Make a joyful noise. 
Now, if, if it is a song that should not be sung in the house of God, we'll switch it. But, okay. But if it's something that we could all, come on, come on, come on. My, I know what mine is. Make it happen. Come on. Come on. And dance with it. Come on. Come on, Hillary. Come on, girl. Let's see those hips. Come on. All right. This is a bit awkward, right? It's a bit awkward because, number one, nobody knows what song you're singing. Depending on your, how in tune you are, I mean, we don't, we don't quite know. But that's okay. Come on, ladies. Come on. I need to see everybody's hip just move just once or their arms go up, and then we can sit down. All right. Good job. Good job, ladies. Have a seat. All right. Standing out for Christ. Slide. Standing out for Christ. It's not, it's not always easy. Okay, and sometimes it's going to come with some awkward family conversations. Okay, I'll get into that a little bit later. But it's what we have to do. It is what we have to do. But before we do that slide, we have to know our God. You have to know God. Now, the word for know here in the Hebrew language is yada in Daniel eleven thirty two, And we'll go to that in just a minute. It's yada. And it talks about an intimate knowledge. Not as a head knowledge, an intimate knowledge. Slide. So in Daniel 11.32, I'll set the scene for you. Daniel is talking about a prophecy or basically a vision about what's going to happen at end times. And he's saying that there's going to be a war between the North King and the South King. And they're going to be vying for the attention of the people. And they're going to lie and deceive many And they're going to believe what they say because they are easily deceived. So it says, and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he, that is the corrupt king, corrupt by flatteries, by lies, deception. Slide. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Exploits here means extraordinary things, unimaginable things, never seen before things, out of this world things. But it's only those who know their God. What does that mean? That some of us will be easily influenced, will be lied to and deceived if we don't know our God. Now, think about when you were, who in here is married or ever been married? Okay, or maybe you, you have a fiance, you're dating, whatnot. When you first met him, it was very formal, right? If he called you. You would pick up the phone. He would say, hi, this is Ron. He would say his name, correct? Because, I mean, you knew him, but you didn't really know him, know him. If he wanted to take you out, he'd have to ask, what kind of movies do you like? What kind of food do you like? What's your favorite restaurant? What kind of music do you enjoy? Why? Because he didn't know you. He knew you, but he didn't know you know you. So in this verse where Daniel is given this vision, He's talking about knowing God intimately. A level that is so deep, you don't have to ask questions. Well, what kind of music do you like? Are you a steak girl or are you a salad girl? He doesn't have to ask those questions because you already know your God. It's a close, intimate relationship. Now, how can we know God? Oftentimes, I get this question, well, how do you find time to cultivate or develop your relationship with God? With all that we have going on, right? We have kids, we have jobs. How do we do all this husbands, extracurricular activities? How do we do it? Well, in the the beginning of a relationship, what do you do? It's intentional. 
you set aside specific time. And at the end of the date or the encounter, what do you do? You hug, maybe a little chips, depending on who you are, and you're out the door. And the next time you get together again, you do it, correct? You get to know each other. But once you are now married and in a relationship, do you set aside time to, to just sit there with your, on a daily basis I'm talking about? No, because you spent time together. If your husband calls you now and announces himself, you're like, what? why are you doing that? I know it's you. I know your voice, right? Because you spent time with him. You've had casual communication with him. You've invited him into your life. It's no longer a separate situation. You understand? He knows you. You know him. He knows the good, the bad, the ugly, and vice versa. That's how it is with God. If you want to have an intimate relationship with him, it has to be where you invite him into your everyday life. It cannot only be a 20-minute devotional. Now, sometimes husband says, hey, I'm going to take you out to dinner. And you get ready. And that's a specific time. And you're doing and another intimate level. And that's just the same thing with God. Sometimes he says, hey, I want to talk with you one-on-one. We have something coming up that we need to hash out. It, it, you know, it's a meeting. And he says, come to me specifically. Have you ever had that happen where Holy Spirit is like, look, I need to talk to you about something. And to, and to set aside some devotion time. Specific. But after that, you still have to keep the conversation going. Invite God into every aspect of your life. The Bible says, pray without ceasing. How is that possible? I used to wonder, God, how is that possible? I have to talk to my husband, my children, my patients. I have to sleep. How am I going to talk and pray with you without ceasing? It's being in an attitude of prayer. Where if something pops across your mind and it's not godly, you submit it. You talk to God about it. You get rid of it. That's what it is. It's not about stopping every minute and doing the religious motion. It's being in an attitude of prayer and receiving what God is telling you. So when we talk about knowing God, it's a yada, intimate knowledge, not a head knowledge, not a 15-minute devotional knowledge. We have to take the conversation out to the rest of the day. Ladies, if we're going to stand out for Christ, we have to know our God. Slide. The next thing is knowing your authority. Now, who in here is like a teacher or in, uh, let's see, a leadership role at their job, right? You might be like a supervisor or, yeah. Who in here is a parent, a mom? Yeah. Okay. So we all have some level of authority, right? You have authority. Your children might not always listen like they should, but you do have that authority, You might have to repeat it a couple of times, but you have that authority, right? So knowing your authority, I always like to have certain verses that I can whip out at a moment's notice and shoot the devil with. We don't always have time to go to our Bible to flip and find out that highlighted verse. That's why the Bible says we have to write it on our hearts. Because Satan is not going to wait for you. He's not going to say, okay, oh, wait, you want, oh, okay, I'll wait. When have you ever seen Satan wait on you to respond? Ladies, look, I'm trying to to get across a thought process, a way of thinking. We are in a battle. And he's not playing chicken with us. He comes to do three things. What What did the book of James tell us? He comes to do, Satan comes to 
Does that sound like a person who was going to wait for you to find the Bible verse? Because if, he, if he's waiting on you, you can lock things up. You can hide things away. You can move. We have to have certain verses. So Luke ten nineteen is one that I hold on to. Oh, boy, I say it ooh, at least a few times a week. So Jesus is talking again to his disciples. That means he's talking to us. Anytime Jesus is talking, I take it personally. Like, what did you tell me? What, say it again, Dad. I make it real. I make it personal. He's talking to us. The Bible says, or Jesus said in the Bible, Behold, I give unto you power. Some translations say authority. I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions. Slide. And over all the power of the enemy. And what shall harm you? And what shall harm you? And what shall harm you? Nothing Nothing shall by any means hurt you. This is your authority. If you're walking around with black eyes because Satan is beating the mess out of you, you don't know your authority. And I'm not talking up here like I've always known. Absolutely not. I have been in a place for years, and we don't have time for me to go into all of it. But I have been at a place where I have cried to God tears every night for months because things weren't going according to plan. And I didn't, God, why don't you love me? I gave my life to you at age eight. Don't you care? Don't you see my pain? Don't you see my hurt, my anger? Don't you see? And he's looking at down like, sweetheart, I gave you authority. When Jesus died on the cross and he, led, he said, it is finished. What was finished? Everything he needed to do. That means it is up to us to appropriate the authority that he gave to us. You have authority. Say, I have authority. I have authority. Luke 10, 19, I'm telling you, if there's one verse that I hope and pray you write, if you don't have it already written, take that permanent marker out and write it on your heart. Because it covers a lot of things. When you go up to your house, if, if you're a homeowner, whether you are renting, do you knock on the door before you go in? No. You pull your key out because you have authority. Correct? So when we talk about being able to stand out for Christ, you're going to need some grit behind it. You're going to have to know who and whose you are. You're going to have to know your God. I prayed so many prayers of weakness. It was, it was weakness. God, why don't you fix this? Don't you love me? Don't you see what I'm doing? I gave my life to you. Why is it not working? Why is my boss so awful? Why? And I'm sure, and maybe I'm the only one. But I've prayed those prayers before. And it wasn't until I realized that 2,000 plus years ago, he already fixed it on the cross. He gave us that authority. So when Satan comes, 
Because he will, because he comes to do what? You can say, ah, 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 ah. I, I know my God, first of all. We, we have an intimate knowledge. I know what he likes, he knows what I like. He's given me that strength. And now I have authority. When you see flashing red lights behind you, what does that mean? You pull over. Yeah, you were probably speeding, Mary, you're right. <laughs> but what do you do? You pull over because that police officer has authority. You have authority to cancel out the works of the enemy in your marriage. You do. Now, whether or not you appropriate it, well, that's up to you. That's up to me. But you have that power. When the doctor gives you that report, that white coat doesn't make him or her God. You have authority over cancer. You do. Because the Bible says that Jesus is the name above all names. All is cancer a name? Can you call it? Then it's a name. You have authority, but we have to use it. And it doesn't always come all at once, you guys. It's just like any other muscle. There were times, and there are still times, when I find myself praying those chicken prayers. Don't you love me? Why don't you fix it? I don't know about you guys, but I can get very childish in my closet, okay? Like, I don't know about you. Now, in front, no, no, I'm doctor. But in the, in the closet, I can get very childish. And Jesus is like, girl, I told you this. We've been over this. In Luke 10, 19, I told you, you have the authority. Don't come to me asking again. Have you ever told your kid that? I, I told you before, not until, and, you, and they keep coming back. Jesus loves us, this we know, but he is a father. He, God is a father, and I know sometimes he's like, oh, girl, I already told you, baby. Go do it now. Stop letting Satan pummel you. I gave you authority. Do you believe it? Ladies, do you believe it? It is the word of God. It's not just me. It's not what Chironda says. It's thus saith the Lord. We have authority. And standing out for Christ means we are going to have to use that authority. And one way we can use it and get it to be real is continuously saying it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. So you have to faith it. Until you actually believe, just keep saying it. Keep saying it. Write it on your heart. All the works of the enemy you have power over through Jesus. All. Say all. All. Are you hopeless? Are you helpless? No, we have authority. Next slide. Where are we on time? 33 minutes. Oh, really? Yay! We're doing what you guys look. This is my my prayer to Jesus last night. I said, Lord, you know I can talk. I've been talking since I was nine months old. Like nine, no joke, no joke, nine months. Full sentences. So trust me, I was like, I told my husband, I said, I think I'm going to have to cut things out because I talk too much. But now, here we are. We're doing well on time, Elaine says. Yes, okay. All right, so... So far, we've talked about some key things. 
What was the first thing, guys? Know your God. Know your God. Got to get intimate with him. Have to be intimate. Yada. You have to be intimate with God. How do we do that? We keep the conversation going. It doesn't stop after our 15 to 20-minute devotional. There are times when God will want to take you out on a date, just like your husband. And then you meet with him specifically. Specific, that doesn't mean you stop talking. Specifically, he will call you and say, let's meet about something because Satan's about to try something or you're going to go through. So that still happens. But we have to keep the conversation going. And then we said what? Know your authority. Luke ten nineteen. Write it on your heart. Have it at the tip of your tongue. Memorize it. Because Satan is not waiting for you to get it together. There's a reason why the Lord said, write it on your heart. Because in battle, it's, that's it. There's, there's no time. All right. Let's take a quick break. All right, T-Apples, that is it for this week's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, you know what to do. Go ahead and reach out to me on any social media platform and let me know what you enjoyed best about today's episode or any episode. Also, too, don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. You never know who needs to hear this information. And then also, if you could, if you're listening through the Anchor app, there is a way to give applause. There should be a little button. Go ahead and give some applause. Again, that's just another way for us to help the algorithm so that more people are reached with this podcast. And if you are on Spotify or any other platform where you're able to follow the podcast, go ahead and press that button as well. Okay, guys, until next Sunday, remember, I am Sharonda Simone, and I will either see you at the top or from the top. You decide. Bye.